0: So this is Stephen Liam, founder of Sermon Audio and I wanted to take a few moments on this video to explain we are in the process of doing a significant change on our payment and processing side of our business and that is to switch our payment processor to a, an entirely different company. This is no small thing. Uh, it's not something that most people will be aware of or affect really, but it is extremely important. I wanted to bring the founder and the CEO of Cornerstone Payment Systems for a brief interview so that you all could understand better why this is important and why you should care about this sort of thing. So thank you, Nick, for being with us. And let's just take a few moments to talk. For the person out there that does not know anything about payment systems or credit cards really generally, how they work, can you explain to the layman What the payment processing business is, how it fits into somebody going to a store and using their credit card and paying for an item, what is Cornerstone Payment Systems?
1: Well, that's a great question. I appreciate you asking. Most um, retail, most online merchants or ministries really don't understand the process. But the bottom line is that if you're presenting a credit card, that credit card needs to be authorized. So what Cornerstone does is we have a system that says, Mr. Lee, your card is trying to purchase a $100 item. We go to the bank that issued you your credit card. We get an authorization. And then Cornerstone moves the money to your merchant or the ministry that you're transacting with.
0: There's a number of players on the backside of a a credit card. When somebody uses their credit card to pay for an item, there's the actual store that receives the credit card. But that... That transaction goes from there to a number of different players, one of which is the payment processor. And then, of course, a bank is involved in all of that as well. Can you explain to us Cornerstone Payment Systems, how it started, why you felt like this was important to start a Christian company starting and getting involved in the credit card payment system?
1: Yes. The reason I got involved is that first we need to say that not all credit card processing is equal. It's not created equal. If you're processing credit cards for a ministry, you're using the same authorization system as a group that might be doing adult business or objectionable business that, you know, gambling, marijuana. It's the same system. So what I found was that we, as the companies I was working for, were actually enabling those bad companies by providing good processing business to these banks. The way banks work is that you can process for pornography as a bank, but for every dollar of pornography, which is registered with Visa and MasterCard, you need to have an offsetting dollar of traditional business. So I was running a public company, and was presented to us was a very large account that I thought was you know adult business pornography, and I said, can't run it. So when that happened, I had to resign from this company, and I started Cornerstone.
0: Yes, I think this is the part that people really don't seem to want to think about, and that is that when we use these these other systems, when we use these platforms, whether it's payment processing or whether it's just big tech generally, and this is the this is the fight that we're involved in at the moment as to why we're starting this project called The Vault, I think that what people don't understand is that there's a bit of a vulnerability. A vulnerability in the sense that Uh, you're then dependent on these companies to do business, whether it is to do payment processing or to host your content. Can you explain or touch a little bit about the potential vulnerability that we put ourselves in when we become too dependent? Now, this is not to say that we have to completely escape from this world, but we have to give some thought to it.
1: Yes, there's a good friend of mine who runs Family Research Council and I'm only sharing this because it's public right now, and they were actually turned off by their credit card processor and were unable to take texting transactions before one of the biggest rallies they were doing. We have another very close partner, another faith-based organization, and they were turned off by one of the brands. So anytime that brand card went through, they were turned off. Now, most ministries, if they're doing the right thing, are not sitting on a lot of cash, Stephen. They basically take the cash, they put it out what they're doing. So in a business sense, they're 30 to 90 days from bankruptcy because they're putting the money out, right? They're not sitting on the cash, unlike some of these, you know, woke ministries that are a joke anyway. But most legitimate ministries take in the funds, they pray over them, and they allocate them. They couldn't sit and wait for 90 days.
0: I think it's a reality, and it would be the height of naivety to just completely ignore the fact that these systems we are depending on. I mean, we are depending on these systems to be working for us. And if they stop working for us, we're essentially gone. We're not going to be able to continue.
1: Yes, but here's what it comes down to. Anybody who's listening to this video knows from their marketing background. There's price, placement, promotion, product, all the P's. The P that means something today is prioritization. And what we found is there are a lot of people who start to build the ark before it rains. A lot of other ministries say, well, you know, I don't really know about that. They'll go with some of the more woke technology, and then they get caught in a problem. We had a ministry that we worked with, and uh, this is a ministry that's out there and, and standing against a lot of the woke ideology, and they turned off her ministry and they held a couple hundred thousand dollars. And it was a women's ministry, but she was saying awful things like, women should be like this. They should be probably 31 women, right? And the world doesn't like that. And they basically turned her off and held hundreds of thousands of dollars.
0: These are not just isolated cases. In other words, we're not no. just talking about some things that are fringe or isolated. These are things that The church, and I'm, I'm thankful that we as Sermon Audio are taking this step. And it was not the easiest step. I mean, it is difficult. I think that's probably why you're, you're, you're finding, not you, but people are finding it difficult to change or switch directions is because they're used to a process. They're used to the tools that are out there, especially in a technology world. You have developers and they're used to doing things a certain way and working with certain tools. And to have to change that is, is rather inconvenient. It's been inconvenient for us, Mm -hmm. but, but we are taking this step. Um, and we're happy, very happy, to do that. And we wanted, at least, the churches that are under our care, so to speak, and those that are out there, to become a little bit more aware of what it is that we're up against, and why this is important. Why this is important to us. Part of the benefit of of making this switch, I just want to make sure that uh, the churches know, is that we now have the ability to support ACH bank transfers. And uh, you can just let us know, this is still a secure method of payment, is it not?
1: Oh, it's extremely secure, and and most industry has been running on ACH or EDI, they call it, for years. And, And the benefit, too, for Sermon Audio and for the Ministries is that transactions happen at a lower cost. So today, if you have your what's in your wallet card, and you're getting points... Ministries such as Sermon Audio and other ministries pay a higher percentage. They pay a lower fee to use ACH. They get the money just as effectively, and it's it's a great process. We've been doing that with large ministries and also large uh, faith-based companies.
0: One last thing that I thought we could touch on, processingwithapurpose.com. This is unique to Cornerstone, I believe, and you're just going to have to lay it out to us what this is, and why this would be a benefit to any ministry that decides to use Cornerstone.
1: Processing with a Purpose I developed in 1998, and basically what it is, is if a ministry or a business that is a faith-based ministry or faith-based organization will move their credit card processing to us. So if it's a church today working with Sermon Audio, if it's a dental practice working with Sermon Audio, if you move your business to Cornerstone we guarantee to reduce the fees that you pay today and then for every dollar after reducing your fees for every dollar that we earn we pay 50 percent to the entity in this case it would be the ministry of what sermon audio is doing through the vault or wherever those funds are directed if you're a ministry and you're listening to this my team will visit with you we prepare an entire package to present to your donors and supporters And we will do the same thing with your organization. And, and, you know, Stephen's just got a heart for this because if you're a church and you're currently using Sermon Audio, we'd love to put this program together for you. We've had amazing success because businesses and individuals are saying, how can I support my church? And they're tithing faithfully. But the things that they use, whether it's their credit card processing or their cell phone service, if we can take those things, secure them for the kingdom have an ongoing revenue to support the kingdom, it's a win. And
0: we're going to wrap up this interview. I just wanted folks to to be introduced to you, Nick Logan, and I wanted them to understand why this is important. It's part of our entire vault initiative. The vault itself is being created in order to protect ourselves, not just ourselves, but of course the, the ministries of these churches that we represent to keep the gospel out there. We live in a connected world. We're not going to get away from that But I think that Christians need to be really wise, as Nick said, about how we use this technology. So, Nick, thank you for joining us today. And I trust that this will be a blessing to those that watch it later on. Thank you.
1: Amen. Thank you.